0: What's next for markets? We welcome Ankit Kandelwal, Chief Investment Officer from Maitri Asset Management to share his house view. Good morning, Ankit.
1: Hi, Michelle. Good morning. Thank you for having me over.
0: Great to speak with you. I wonder if we could start by understanding what is the main themes that is driving your outlook for the second half of the year?
1: Sure. I mean, if we just take a step back and see the, the first half of this year, we've seen an unprecedented crisis in, you, in, in our generation. And this led to a massive sell-off in most equity markets and risk assets across the world in March. But since then, because of the amount of stimulus measures which we've seen from policymakers across the world, led by U.S., most of the risk assets have staged a rally from their March lows. To put things in perspective, S&P 500 is now only down 2% YDD. And NASDAQ actually is up 17% on the year. Mm. But that's on an index level. If we take a dig deeper, Mm -hmm. more than 50% of the stocks in S&P are still down more than 10%. So the rally is not broad-based. The rally is driven by sectors where people anticipate growth to come in from what is happening in the world right now. So mainly tech, Mm. pharma are the sectors which have driven uh, the rally in the indices. Uh, Going forward, we think that the stimulus measures from central banks are here to stay. And on any negative news, probably they will announce more. So for the near term, the central bank put is quite strong. And uh, we expect them to protect the markets. But of course, eventually, the real economy and the markets will converge. But that is a more medium-term theory. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of businesses will change because of this crisis and uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of new sectors will emerge. Mm -hmm. Uh, So having said that, what I mean to say here is that the central bank stimulus measures are here to stay. Mm -hmm. They will keep the market supported. Uh, But one has to be careful on valuations on certain stocks because some of them have reached very eye-popping levels. So one needs to be careful in doing their stock selection and go for companies which have sustainable business models as well as balance sheets to have a long-term growth opportunity. So that's what our outlook is. All
0: right, I want to pick up on that point on technology stocks. I mean, the five tech companies make up about a quarter of the market cap on the S&P 500. Uh, A lot of these big stocks are in many ETFs as well. Do you see the, the... is this, this rally led by tech continuing?
1: I think if we look at it, the reason for stocks to rally is twofold, right? One is, of course, the amount of stimulus uh, present in the uh, in the system. And second is where market expects growth to come in. So that's where the market has put, in, put their money in. They expect tech to grow, especially with what is happening in terms of the overall theme uh, of people working from home more and uh, because, uh, and as well as uh, like the traditional things which were taken over in the index will be replaced by these new technologies as people start working from home that way. So from that perspective, I think tech can continue. Uh, okay, we can see some clawback in the markets, especially with earnings season coming up. But eventually in long term, if one has a long term horizon, I think tech stocks are the, place, are the right place to be. Is the
0: biggest risk to the market fiscal stimulus not coming through? Are you pricing in more fiscal stimulus into your outlook?
1: I think the markets definitely want that. And I think eventually governments will be forced to do that, given how bad things are in real economy. So, yeah, we do expect fiscal stimulus uh, to be in the system. going
0: forward. What do you see bringing us higher at this point?
1: So a couple of things. The the one major development would be if we get a vaccine mm-hmm. or a, a sure short cure uh, for this disease, which can allow people to go on with their lives as pre-crisis. Uh, risk of that is low, but it's still a massive thing which can move the markets up from here. Second, obviously, if uh, despite this, if the economy opens up, faster than how people are expecting it to be. then that can be a second thing which can lead the markets off. We do expect central banks to remain accommodative even if economy picks up in the near term. So I think that is an added boost to the markets.
0: All right. So as we mentioned a while ago, equities has been driven by the growth in this tech sector and also cyclicals. What are your preferences when it comes to the equity market?
1: Uh, So we are quite long-term investors and we like, certain themes at this uh, point of time. And uh, to name a few, one is 5G. I think with the next technological advancement depends on this. And a lot of countries and companies are putting a lot of emphasis on this area. So this is an area of high group potential growth in the future. Second is healthcare, of course. Healthcare from both pharma and technolog- medtech perspective in terms of finding ways of identifying this virus and curing the virus. As well as people, in general, people realizing that their need to be stay healthy. So, likes of nutrition
2: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, wellness is something which is a very interesting theme for us going forward. One more is, in the world of social distancing, I think social media gains more and more importance. So social media companies will continue to grow in our perspective. And um, I think clean energy, uh, this is one place where I think uh, one needs to really focus on as the future is in green energy. Uh, and the costs of green energy is coming down with the advancement in technology. And I think it's an immediate need of the world to reduce carbon emissions hmm. to rein in the drastic climate change. Otherwise, we are preparing ourselves for a bigger uh, crisis in future.
0: And of course,
1: on top of that, uh, other than the equity themes, we really like owning gold. Mm -hmm. I think the accommodative themes of central banks uh, will continue and uh, gold acts as a hedge for uh, that as well as any geopolitical risk in the system which can emerge. So we like owning gold uh, as well.
0: Okay. Um, Are you seeing gold? Are, Are you looking at the 2000 mark by the end of this year?
1: Um, End of this year would be difficult to predict, but yes, we do expect gold to reach around those areas in the medium term.
0: Do you expect that uh, overall, globally, what sort of recovery are you expecting? Sort of lower GDP growth globally following this V recovery, for example?
1: No, so the markets are pricing in V recovery, but if you look at the economic data, Mm -hmm. at least for the data points which we have, Mm. do not point towards that. Yes, we have seen an acceleration from March and April lows, Mm -hmm. but not to the extent of which markets has. So in terms of actual GDP growth, uh, I think, yes, to 2020, obviously the world GDP would be lower. I think the important point to look will be forward 2021 and 2022. And a lot of that will depend on how the second wave of this virus emerges or if we are able to find out a cure or vaccine for this.
0: He's Ankit Khandelwal, Chief Investment Officer at Maitri Asset Management, joining me this morning in Money and Me. Ankit, what advice do you have for our investors listening in about the current environment? Where are you seeing opportunities? And are any Singapore blue chip stocks on your radar?
1: So in terms of opportunities, the five themes which we talked about, so if we dig a bit, deeper into it mm-hmm. then and, and go into sub of this. And I think e-commerce, cloud services, education technology, mm-hmm. medical technology, nutrition, social media, and clean energy are the sectors which we really like. Uh, in terms of Singapore blue chips, Singapore mm-hmm. uh, index, if you look at the construction of that, it's filled with a lot of financials and industrials and REITs. Mm-hmm. So given the world we are in, and both financials and industrials are very correlated to global growth uh, so those sectors can struggle for till we see a recovery in growth but having said that with singapore opening up phase 2 we can expect to see more footfalls in retail malls and if the virus is contained then some of these retail reads might be interesting uh, mm-hmm. as a catch up play mm-hmm. but in the long run we quite like the industrial and logistics space given our view on e-commerce and cloud services i think these these reads should continue to do better. And as you can see, these are the these are the names which have outperformed the index this year yes, as well.
0: Yes. I, I want to zero in on one of the uh, opportunity sectors that you raise, and that is social media companies. Can you share the sort of screening criteria that you employ when looking at the sector?
1: Uh, so obviously the reach, uh, like the number of people they have reached to and their monetization. How are they monetizing it? And future growth engines like what kind of investments are the companies doing, what, uh, what areas are they investing in, and where the future growth will come from. So it's not just subscriber growth, but also growth in the future uh, revenue growth uh, avenues. And whether it's through inorganic acquisitions or organic growth are some things which are important factors we look into it.
0: Really interesting. And um, for 5G, are you looking at infrastructure plays
1: uh, yes, that is one of them, but also the services eventually which will benefit from it, like Internet of Things, uh, your uh, AIs, your automation. your. And I think the first place to get this would be industrial automation because 5G would be easier to have in an industrial complex than, say, over a whole city or a whole country. Mm. So definitely the first area would be industrial automation and followed by consumer automation, I think.
0: Are you overweight on certain parts of the world in terms of investment?
1: Uh, I think definitely we prefer developed markets more than emerging markets, given the firepower they have in terms of both uh, preventing this, uh, in terms of stimulus uh, which the central banks and policymakers can provide Mm -hmm. as opposed to uh, and if you can see now uh, like the emerging markets are struggling to control the virus numbers and because of their dead dynamics they do not have a lot of room to do stimulus measures like their developed market counterparts. So from that perspective, we like developed market uh, assets more than emerging markets. Having said that, there are certain emerging markets which are doing better than the others. There is always room for outperformance. Mm -hmm. Uh, But overall, uh, if we talk about developed markets and emerging markets, then we have more preference towards
0: developed markets. Do you have a positive forecast for China this year?
1: Um, China has, uh, from the numbers which we see, they have been able to contain this crisis well and they opened up first. But uh, the activity pickup has been slower than expected. Uh, And uh, also China growth depends still a lot on global growth. So if the global growth doesn't pick up, then I think China's growth will struggle as well.
0: And I just wonder, are increasing China-U.S. trade tensions a factor for your projections for recovery?
1: Uh, That's uh, one major risk element, along with uh, U.S. elections and second wave of virus, which we are really keeping a close eye on. And uh, I think as as elections come near, we will see more rhetoric on U.S.-China tensions. But eventually, it's in no one's interest uh, to really go uh, too too hard into this because the world is in a weaker economic footing. And this trade war affects the whole world, as we saw in 2018 when it all started. Uh, So it will not be good for risk assets across the world if that crisis escalates.
0: So earnings season coming up next month, what are you going to be looking out for?
1: Uh, um, uh, It's widely anticipated that second quarter earnings will be bad. I mean, EPS estimates range anywhere between down 40 to 60 percent on S&P, anybody's call. A lot of companies can give any guidance because of the uncertain environment we were in. So I think the market has already written off second quarter earnings, but any surprises in those earnings, I think, is something to look for, especially in growth sectors. If those companies are seeing the growth which market is anticipating in them will be an important factor, along with, of course, any guidance which companies can provide across, if they have more visibility on their business now will be a plus point because the one thing markets hate is uncertainty. And if we get certain, some things more certain than others, then I Mm -hmm. think that will help.
0: Mm. Barring a second wave, are are there companies that are likely to perform better over the long term?
1: Uh, Yes, as we've uh, stressed upon, I think uh, education technology, 5G, e-commerce, these these were growing themes. This crisis has only accelerated these themes. And I think going forward, these sectors will continue to grow. And we are quite focused on these sectors.
0: All right. And what is your price outlook for oil?
1: Uh, oil is an interesting play right now. Uh, I think it's reached a level where um, market was anticipating a lot of demand come back. But mm-hmm. if we see what happened in Beijing where they shut down 800 flights over the weekend, or if we see the data coming out of U.S., the oil demand is picking up, but not to the extent as it was anticipated. Also, with where oil prices are, a lot of shale production will start coming back online. So uh, it's hard to see oil going up a lot from here. Uh, I think over a couple of months, if anything, we can see a bit of consolidation in oil towards mid to high 30s area.
0: All right, before we let you go, just to sum up, the good buying opportunities are in tech and gold, do you think?
1: Yes, uh, but uh, one has to stay nimble and use any volatility in the markets or any drawdowns in the markets to accumulate these assets.
0: What? Do you, uh, how do you feel about real estate?
1: Real assets, yes. Uh, real estate? Uh, I
2: think... Uh,
1: Yeah, so uh, real estate uh, makes sense as well. In the world of... almost infinite money printing, mm. I think owning real assets so like gold, even real estate makes a bit of
0: sense. All right. Well, thank you so much for your insight. Ankit Kandelwal, is chief investment officer at Maitri Asset Management, joining us this morning in Money and Me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM893.sg